<sighs> Finally, able to catch my breath after a long weekend of children activities. Sometimes it just feels like they just do too much, but yet they still enjoy what they do. Tonight, Justin and Jared come together after finding a chance to get off their leashes and discuss how many activities may be too much for a child. They also speculate what could go wrong if you force a child into an activity they don't want to participate in. However, most importantly, they go through the importance of being a supportive parent no matter what activity your child children partake in. J&J, he's Justin, that's Jared, we are two leash dads that get together to discuss our everyday lives while chained to our parental responsibilities such as supporting our children and their choice of activities and or sports. How you doing man? Uh, how am I doing? I fell asleep today. It's kind of a loaded question on a Sunday, isn't it? It is. I took I took a, like a two hour nap. Uh, that was kind of like I wouldn't say the highlight of the day, but well, I would call it a highlight of the day. <laughs> it felt nice. I was out. I did learn though. My watch, my smart watch, decided not to track it, <laughs> which is weird because I didn't move for two hours. I just laid on a couch. But I think overall, I. My week has been good. I'm okay. Maybe a slight headache right now, but I don't know. It just pressure all on my head, so I'll get rid of it with maybe blowing my nose or some sleep here later on. Uh, sleep is for the week, even though I just took a two-hour nap earlier. <laughs> so does that mean I'm weak? Just a tad. Just a tad. <laughs> nah, it just means you're coming down with something. Nah. The lack of sleep is catching up. Um, and I say lack of sleep because Kane had yet another tournament out in Berlin okay. today. So we were, we were up at the crack of dawn. Actually, I was up at like 5.30, getting up, getting ready, uh, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, didn't go back to sleep, but um, ended up just kind of doing that in a sense here, trying to get through some things um doing that snowstorm obviously that came through wisconsin a bit got me up early so i could shovel and uh make sure that i can get the v the vehicle out of the driveway in the morning if i had to go anywhere uh (laughs) i mean thankfully the kids i mean Kids last week didn't have school on Monday. They didn't have school on the Friday before. Then all of a sudden they had a snow day on Thursday. Woo! Look at that. A three-day school day. Or three-day school week. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made, yeah. But, needless to say, all the snow that we did acquire or accumulate ended up building snow forts with the kids. And by snow forts, I mean we just kind of dug some tunnels and or two tu- or two holes and made a tunnel out of them. Isn't that what a snow fort is? I mean, I mean it's not going to build a friggin' igloo, you know. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to build an igloo. I think it's pretty cool, but it just didn't turn out the way. 
But then again, also, I didn't want anything caving in on them. Right. So I, yeah, I helped him. I helped him out quite a bit. I'm the uh, tooting my own horn here, but uh, I'm the one that really connected the tunnels in the long run. But they had fun. <laughs> they had fun clo- closing in and found out that Dad can fit through some snow tunnels. It was it was epic. So. Yeah, and basically I was kind of a man without pants, so during those times it got kind of cold. And uh, I live in Wisconsin, guys, okay? And I don't have snow pants. I don't either. Haven't had them for a while, and I don't know if I ever plan on it. I just think the sweatpants and regular pants on or underneath the sweatpants is fine. Or something mm-hmm. just to pad myself out there rather than having to go buy some pants and whatnot. But yeah, so, uh, <laughs> needless to say, that's how I normally go outside when I take the kids sledding or we go outside and play in the snow for a bit. I'm just probably wearing sweatpants on top of my jeans <laughs> and then my boots and hats and gloves. So I'm somewhat prepared to be outside, okay? Just, yeah, <laughs> maybe not as long. For as little as it snows around here these days during winter... I think the adult snow pants have got to be close to $50. I just can't see spending $50 plus on a pair of adult snow pants no. when, like you just said, you can double up on PJs, you can double up on whatever. My go-to is long underwear, PJs, and jeans. Uh, and the jeans definitely kind of block the most water um, that I found. Uh, They're absorbing they don't it. soak up as much. Oh, you must have some special types of jeans. Because I was outside uh, building, bu- creating this tunnel, and I didn't have it, like my snow or my snow gear on, uh, so I was just in pants. And uh, needless to say, they were kind of going through pretty quick. The snow was, uh, <laughs> or the pants were sucking up the moisture from the snow, and uh, my knees and legs were getting pretty cold pretty quick, man. They only do so good so fast. They're so long. Major shrinkage. <laughs> oh, God, that's the worst feeling ever, I tell you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, my week in a nutshell, and I think just the time itself, being up at, like, 5, 5.30 in the morning to shovel snow and get up to go to a tournament um, outside of normal city grounds is just finally catching up, so... But that's what energy drinks are for later on. Help me get me through yeah. the day. Or the week. Less than sweet. So, yeah. What about you? I hear, uh, hopefully you're getting better from your cold. Or whatever you were having. Uh, well, for the most part, I don't know. It's kind of going away super slowly. I still have some pressure issues, but nothing like it was. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. The kids were both up, and yeah, are they coming, so, are they coming down uh, with something too? Cora, yeah, yeah, no, they're they're coming down. Or well, the youngest is coming down with something, uh, but I don't think she, it ever left. It, uh, you know, it makes sense. It so makes it's kind of like what I have, just less severity. I don't know, but yeah. So they didn't sleep last night, so I didn't sleep very well. Um, you know, this past week was kind of rocky. Uh, going through a bit of a personal stuff again. 
it's it's crazy uh this this process of self-improvement is just up and down ebb and flow um and then it, i need to work on my triggers too because uh, i got triggered wednesday again i don't know what it is with wednesdays and after a new week. moon i don't know it's crazy Did we actually have a every new moon time wednesday or something yeah well it was either tuesday or whatever but i don't know let's um, find out i'm yeah. curious actually i don't even know if i can tell now that it's past the uh past the door but you know there was a a bunch of stuff that kind of just fell over at work like dominoes and it led to uh a management requested meeting so uh that's coming up this week don't oh to expect hopefully it's good. well i don't know we'll we'll see i don't know yeah. i can't be negative about it positivity P-O-S-I-T-I-V. That is positivity to me. <laughs> Dude, what the heck is a word? Oh, my gosh. So just kind of randomly here, okay? You talked about you don't know what is up with a new moon, but we had a new moon back on Monday, okay? Okay, so, yeah, so the first Wednesday after the new moon, yeah. So the so the first Wednesday, which would have been the 22nd here. But come Mar- or coming to March 7th, as we're fast approaching the end of April or February here and next next week is going to be the first full week of March. Tuesday, March 7th is a full moon. Yep. But here it's labeled as a worm moon. And it's actually really, a really weird. Moon. Yeah. Here, let me just uh, share quick. This is really weird. But it it looks, I don't know why they call it a worm moon, but it looks like it's supposed to be shaded on the outside like a maybe like a partially new moon. Oh. And then a full moon in the middle. So it looks like a little... Interesting. As as bad as it sounds, it looks like it's a little ringworm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but ringworm uh, is a fungus, so. guys. It's, you know, a skin fungus. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Not bad, but yeah, it's manageable. So. It's treatable. I've been there, done that. But, yeah. So what about yeah, the rest so. of your week? Yeah, so besides besides the triggering, you know, no matter what happens and how much I think I'm progressing into this positive, uh, more fun-filled self, it just takes one small thing to just bring me back, which is very annoying, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that snowstorm, yikes, uh, we got eight and a half inches, not fun. Nope. And then uh, we have a mouse issue in our in our bedroom wall. Called I got somebody. A cats. Yeah. Have you ever heard about putting a snake in the wall? A snake in the wall? I don't need more things in the wall. I need nothing in the wall. No, the snake would go in the wall, <laughs> eat the mouse or the mice or whatever you have, and then come out. Oh. Well, kind of. Well, then I need to get a snake. Kind of. I don't know if it necessarily would always come out, though. That's the big problem. <laughs> I don't want to cause yeah. issues. I've seen a video of it happen before where they feed a snake into a hole in the wall. They go get the mice. Like, they plug up, like, all the possible holes or exits the mice can come out of, and the snake will mm-hmm. just eat them up. Hmm. Well, that's 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 an option, but... <laughs> uh, we just called a, a local pest control company. <laughs> and and uh, he looked around the... Huh? You take care of it? No. He looked around the house. He didn't find any sign of mice anywhere. So 
great. He just stuck a trap up in the attic above her bedroom, and it's not been touched. I just looked at it before I came online uh-huh. here. And, uh, yeah, so I'm convinced now that it's coming in uh, by the electrical outlet outside. You should be so really I'll, careful about that, then. I know. All the wiring. That's yeah, I heard it uh, two nights ago, and he and he came on like Tuesday or something like that. So it, it's definitely still in there. Doesn't sound Whatever. like he put. It doesn't sound like he put many mouse traps down then. <laughs> well, because he he assumed that it was coming in the attic and fell down or was traveling down into the wall that way. But if there's no evidence of them in the attic, why would you put a trap? At, whatever. Whatever, I'm going to call him this next week okay. and <laughs> explain what I think is the, you know, because I'm the pest control expert and, you know. <laughs> You're doing your job and apparently it's time for you to do a, his job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do a better job than he can. So. So Kane had another tournament? Yeah, he took third. Tell me about how you handle all you know because he has how many sports does he do what and what is it oh god he's jumped around um so originally he was in karate and i will you know i call that a sports slash activity because it's something he did about twice a week um where we had to go after school basically or probably around six thirty ish from from previous times okay um back this and he was in karate before covid had struck once covid had struck there was still the opportunity to do it at home um but we opted not to because i don't have we don't have room in our house for him to watch his instructor on tv and if they use weapons such as a bow staff he's gonna as much as you can have control of it i'm still worried that the bow staff he's gonna swing it out and it's gonna hit my tv Right, <laughs> right. And my, I mean, granted, if I were to move my couch, mind you, it's se- a seven-piece couch, so taking it apart and putting it back together is no fun task. Uh, no, it, it's just not ideal. And even even in his room, it wouldn't be ideal either, because his brothers would see him do it and whatnot, and they would want to get into it, or they wouldn't respect the space, and then all of a sudden he's hitting them and whatnot. Not like. Not like I'm going to ever let my son use his weapons because, you know, bow staff, nunchuck, um, oh God, a short stick, some of those other, some of those other tools he would use. Like they changed. What about the, that bamboo stick thing? The, Is that a thing? The bow staff. The long staff. The bow staff. Bow staff. Yeah. But he would, he would use it, but he would have to get permission first. Like, you'd have to say, Mom or Dad, permission to use my weapon. You know, and we wouldn't allow him to use it if he wasn't holding it properly at first. So if you don't don't show self-control and hold it how you're supposed to hold it when you're asking for permission, you don't get the answer you want until, you know, until you do correct yourself. That, you know, that was something, you know, the sense of discipline, training to become disciplined in that way. Um, And again, he stopped going to that back in just around COVID time. Um, He did play soccer for a bit. He's done track and field like once last year. 
and then he got into wrestling. Um, and these are all most of, most of everything has been on his own accord, his own choosing. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily know how he got into wrestling at all. Uh, soccer was kind of a small influence um, from a sibling. Um, karate was kind of like, okay, that was going to be something mom and him did together uh, on the same days or whatever. Change of plans when mom gets pregnant. <laughs> it makes it harder for her to <laughs> makes her harder for her to uh, do anything. Um, yeah. So she stopped, you know, obviously stopped doing karate and just never got back into it. And yeah. So again, most of the sports have been, most of the sports activities have been kind of up to him and continue if he wants to continue on or whatnot. Um, but hopefully he does actually stick with wrestling or finds his niche of what sport he wants to do. Um, I think because it's very healthy for a child to get into it or get into some sort of niche. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be wrestling. If he finds basketball or football to be his niche. Awesome. You know, let's focus on doing that. Or even if he wants to do track and cross, you know, some sort of running. Cause he's, he is a pretty quick kid. Goddamn. He's running, uh, I don't know how fast he's necessarily running, but he's got the energy and he's got somewhat maybe of a leg strength to actually keep himself going. So he, yeah, pretty quick, but wrestling. Yeah. I, I never wrestled. Um, I guess the only, honestly, the only type of wrestling I ever did was with my uncle. (laughs) And, you know, that was him just kind of showing me some moves and, you know, obviously he's not going full out, but He's showing me moves and whatnot. So that's the only type of wrestling I've ever experienced. I didn't have a siblings. Does, does Kane like really like wrestling? From what I've seen, I mean, taking him yeah. to practice, he's actually, I would say he's probably one of the kids that really does focus on in practice. Um, but they do teach you, right? Whatever you put towards practice is how you would put, or, you know, work or play, or not play, but how you would work during tournaments right so if you're giving it if right. you're half-assing your practices you're gonna half-ass your actual tournament meet or your matches right because you're not right. giving it your all you're not practicing the way you should be practicing um or you know to somebody else's standards which that's a whole nother topic i swear standards for how people i mean maybe parent it's more or less parents live vicariously through people nowadays uh, or try to but yeah no so kane has gotten into wrestling on his own um obviously supporting is huge so but his tournament you know coming in third this weekend pretty good for him for being a first time going up against a hell of a lot of more experienced kids and i'd say Oh God, I've, I'm learning something new every single day when it comes to like the wrestling tournaments and the website that they have to actually track the tournaments and like kids stats. Like, I didn't know you could actually click on the kid's name and find out how many pins they had, how many, uh, points, you know, so they have pins, which is when you do pin somebody to the ground. Um, right. Then they have like this thing called tech or like, um, it's kind of just like have it winning by uh, a spread of points at one point. 
But then they have a thing called major or major decisions, which is winning by 15 plus points. It's like a mercy rule at that point. Right. So it was, you know, it's very interesting um, and whatnot to see that happen. And looking at the kids that Kane was going up against today, I don't think these kids are necessarily beginners. And he's a beginner. You think they're ringers? I do think they're sandbagging tournaments, yes. Oh, boy. That's I think not mommy good. and daddy put them in the beginners to make them feel good. But then again, I also... Sometimes I think the tournaments are a little lackluster in a sense, too. They put these kids that... You know, I, so, and losing is a great way to get experience, okay? Mind you. They are... He only has two other people in his bracket because he's only that's 50, it. He's only fifty three, fifty four pounds. What for a fourth grader, mind you? Jeez. So finding other kids that are the same age as him and same weight is not necessarily easy. No. So this tournament and last tournament, only three kids, and he's coming third. I have no problem with them coming in third and getting the experience and him having fun. That is what a sport should be about. A kid being able to have fun. So, I mean, he does, he, he's he been pretty active. I give him credit for it. And this is the first time, again, he's this is the first time he's done wrestling. Uh, and it's very, you know, it's only like a winter into spring kind of thing, sport. But we're going, uh, he wants to do a club. So he's going to join a wrestling club, which is going to, and the, and the wrestling club is going to be like all year round or something like that. And it's like 13 bucks a session. So, and he, he goes like, he'd be going like twice a week. So that's $26 a week, $325 for the entire year or something like that. Or for, no, $325 for 12 weeks, basically, which is not okay. bad if you think no. of it, like $13 a session. So, and hopefully, you know, this will help him learn more techniques and ways to better himself as well. Um, so looking forward to it. And he's looking forward to it as well. I think this is probably going to be the one thing he's very committed to in a sense. And what I say, he enjoys it. Yeah. Good. That's good. Then, so he's he's done uh, a few other things in the past. Uh, does it show interest in anything else at the moment? Would you let him do another thing on top of wrestling? Um. Depending, and I say I say it depends because he's wanted to try to do multiple things at one time, but when it comes to fitting in the schedule, it's very difficult. Yeah, like, I get let, it. Let's say he wanted to do karate again. Okay. So karate, he would have to go on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. If he continued to do wrestling, because all the, de- again, all depending on how the schedule works out. Let's say, let's say he has practice for wrestling on Mondays and Thursdays. Like he does now. Karate for him, he'd have to go on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but that doesn't—it doesn't always work out that way because they, believe it or not, kind of have some set schedules on how, when they go through um, karate 
and whatnot. So like he was he was going twice a week, um, for lessons, and those were usually every other day. So Tuesday okay. or Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday. But it was also depending on his age. So when he was in like the little kids class or the Torahs, uh, as they were called, I think he was on like Mondays and Wednesdays. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays were other kids, like bigger kids and whatnot. But it all, it again, all depends. So it changed as he got older too and got out of the Torah kids. He went to like Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, okay. But yeah, if it, I don't, conflicting schedules is very difficult because I wouldn't, I don't want a kid to choose which one he has to go to if he's got wrestling and karate on Thursdays. Okay, which one do you go to? You're going to tire yourself out. Um, right. I think right now I I would be against him trying to do multiple things at once due to conflicting ske- but possibility of having cl- conflicting schedules. Um, but then I'd rather him still try to find a niche for himself rather than... And I know sometimes you can find your niche when you do multiple but at the same time, if you enjoy doing both, then what? Not to right. mention, they're not always cheap either. Like no. karate was hell of expensive in a sense. You had to you had to get the gear. You had to pay for like your yearly subscription in a sense to the class or to be a student. You had to, um, I guess per- you know, purchasing your gear that includes your weapons, your uh, gloves, helmet your uniform, your boots for if you did like spar because as you got older the ki- the older class would start sparring with each other um, so it was just one of those things and if you were practicing with just like punching certain things too you, you don't want to use your fist they want you to practice with gloves or they want you to okay. practice kicking with the uh, boots um, especially when you're kicking like a a bag, <laughs> a freaking sandbag. They don't want you hurting yourself. Right. So, yeah. But I mean, again, soccer, he was, he was into it and then he kind of fell out of it. So he had the interest and then he lost it. Uh, track. He said he didn't want to do it again. Cause he didn't realize he'd have to run around the full track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the event yeah. he signed up for, I think he had to run around the track four times. He didn't. It's a mile. He thought he was only gonna have to run once. Nah, you nope. had to do it four times. <laughs> so he he learned pretty quick because it was like a sixteen hundred meter, de- uh, sixteen hundred meter or something. Uh, so I don't remember how big the track is. I think half half a mile is eight hundred meters, so that's twice around the track. Yeah, the track is four hundred meters all around. Uh, yeah. Half is two hundred, so. 1600 would be the four times around. Yeah. So he had to do 1600. Like he I think he signed himself up for it. And he didn't realize that, it, you know. He kind of regretted it. But he I think he had fun. <laughs> he normally does enjoy the things he signs up for or wants to do. It's just then all of a sudden after maybe he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. I I learned my lesson, but I don't want to deter him from actually doing that sport again. Like, right. It is what it is, though. What about you? I know you 
I know with the girls, they're still a little young. Uh, have they shown interest in any activities? Mm. Natalie asked him about gymnastics, or mainly Eleanor, about gymnastics. She doesn't know what that is, I don't think. So since we did join the Y, uh, we will be definitely looking into some things, maybe to see if, if something sparks her interest. Nice. Uh, but Antonio did soccer for one season, a fall season. And um, he, I think he showed genuine interest in it to begin with until he realized that, oh, wait, I have to do bi-weekly practices or two practices a week. And practices means doing drills and practicing handling the ball <laughs> and doing because <laughs> i th- i un- unfortunately the, he really just wanted to be a goalie mm. and you know the coach just isn't gonna say all right you're the goalie you know it's, yeah. it doesn't quite work like that so i think he he lost interest pretty quick unfortunately but he gave it a shot he I mean, he how, did it he played some games how long ago was that that he was in soccer uh, that was uh, 2019. That was pre-pandemic. Okay. So, I mean, it's still possible, but at the same time, that's kind of, to me at least, that's kind of where you start finding people's like posi- niche position within the sport. Because um, remember, how old is he again? He is 13 now, so he would have been around um, around 10. Okay, so maybe not. Um you know, still trying to test everybody out. But one after a certain time to like once you hit like thirteen and up or whatever, that's where you start finding people's niche positions where they're really good. Like whether it be forward or defender or midfield or even goalie keeper. Um I was a keeper. I was the goalie for a lot of my teams. Um I was fortunately trained by a semi pro for a little bit. He came to like a mm. He came to one of my practices a while back. Um, I don't remember how old I was, but he he worked with myself and another kid for keeper, and we got some good use out of it. So, granted, semi pro, right? I you know, but still, it was a nice experience. He had the time to take with us rather than working on everybody else. So we got okay. some just extra work there. And that was a position I really enjoyed. Um, now, granted, I may have been the keeper the entire time or ha- for half the game or whatnot, um, all depending. Like, granted, so my dad was a coach for a majority of my rec game leagues that I played in. And he, you know, obviously play- he didn't favor me, right? He's not like, okay, Justin, you're going to be keeper every single time. Go, go, go. Um, but he tried to be fair and if anybody else wanted to play keeper or goalie they would get that chance right but then there are times like like some some of my friends they wanted to play but they only wanted to play during practice oh (laughs) so they they didn't necessarily want to play during the real game and they wanted to leave that up to me they just wanted to do it during practice which which is fine but at the same time it's like you don't want to do it during the game. Don't practice it. Yeah. Because you're not saying you're taking away from myself or whoever wants to do it, but at the same, you know, you, you kind of are. So 
Mm -hmm. You really are taking, you're not using the skills that you should be developing when you're sitting in the back trying to block the ball from going in the net. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it it is what it is. Um, You know, I would love to go back into soccer or some sport myself, but it's just too late. Too many kids to take on. But yeah, so no, so you talked about the gym or the why, and that's gonna, you know, that's gonna open up many opportunities for you, okay? And I think that's great. Um, again, I would, I kind of recommend just being careful, because yes, you have two kids, <laughs> um, and if they both want to do an activity and they don't fall at the same time, but yet they fall on the same day, <laughs> how are you gonna? How would you handle that? How would you as dad and and this actually goes out for Natalie as well would one would you take both of them at the same time and then have one sit out or would you just be like okay I'll show up later with the other child we'd split we'd split it so yeah I'm pretty sure we'd split so Natalie would take one girl I would take the other girl and then maybe switch it up the next week what if they're I mean okay so what if they were in the same spot like same facility and at the you know same same sport so let's say they were both in gymnastics but Eleanor's gymnastic class was later and Cora's was right away so let's say 5 o'clock was Cora's gymnastics that went for an hour then Eleanor's was at 6.30 would you just stick with Natalie takes them that week and then you take them the next week or would you guys yeah. all go together well we'd all go together the, you know until we needed to split off okay yeah it's just it's just you? tricky um so we're, we're kind of fortunate we have assistance uh with taking uh, like Kane to wrestling and everything since he's the only one that showed any interest in sports and whatnot. Um, so far. So far, yes. Uh, his grandma usually has helped get him to like soccer, practice, and games, um, and karate back then. Just because when I was, you know, busy with other kids, like I can't necessarily bring them all or haul them all <laughs> to like the facility at the same time. Or I, I couldn't just show up a little later um, versus when he needed to actually be there. So it all it all depends, too. Like, if Sam was home, you know, she might go with Kane or take him, and then I would show up later. Um, but, yeah, it, things change, that's for sure. Uh, so it all, just de- it all just depends on how we can make the schedule work um, or basically who's available. Right now, having Sam home has kind of been nice where it allowed me to go to wrestling with Kane for a little bit. Um, if he, you know, if he wants me there or not. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. It'll probably become more of a challenge as uh, Arlo and Nico, if anything. Or Eleanor wants to um, do sports or something. I think by the time Al- right. I think by the time Eleanor is in sports, though, or shows interest... Kane will be able to do his own thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, 
how many activities would you let them do? Or what do you, okay, not, 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 I mean, that's an important thing, but how many activities do you think a child should do at one time? It, I guess it all depends on the schedule of the sports that are in question. I, mean, I, I really, really discourage overextending yourself, uh, especially if the grades are starting to slip. I'm going to say you need to cancel one, if not everything, and focus on getting your grades back up, honestly. Uh, un- unless you can figure out something, we can work together on something to have another time set aside for homework or neat or whatever. But if your schoolwork is, I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in putting schoolwork first Scholar. and sports and activities second. So they can do as much as they want as long as their ride is available (laughs) (laughs) or maybe grandma and grandpa could do, you know, have a ride or be a ride as well. Uh, and then also as long as their schoolwork is, uh, staying positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so I mean, sounds like we're talking here way out in the future. Once grades do become, I mean, granted grades are always a huge thing, but like in elementary school, it's like you're not getting an A plus, and that's you know, here's your GPA of a 4.0. Um, I mean, you're still. Yeah, I was thinking more towards high school and middle school, honestly. Yeah, middle school and high school. You, I mean, there is that standard where sports do come second. If your grades start slipping, you will not play. You will not practice. You will not play. Like I think if you have mm-hmm. anything lower than a C or whatever it is or like a C minus. So once you hit the D's, yeah, you can't play until you get those grades back up. Now that is by school standards, by a parent standards, I would definitely change that. Um, because you got to work hard before you can play hard. And that's what I, that's what I believe. And that's kind of what I was brought up on as well is work hard, play hard. Um, right. And it's it's not just like my parents drill, drilled that into me, but like other people have drilled that into me too. Like even when I started working at McDonald's, like well, in order to do something else, you got to kind of work harder for it first. Uh, show me that you can do this before you can really do something else. So work hard and achieve what you need to achieve before you uh, re- get rewarded for it. Um, but yeah, so being more of a scholar before an athlete is very you know up there now when you come to a college level all right or high school slash college level i think it does change um all depending on your i mean if you if if you're going to play if you know you're going to go play sports in college and you're trying to go for a d1 school and you're trying to get a full ride on your sport no, actually, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> Studies are still important. Even if even if you want to play D1 football or D1 soccer, whatever it is, whatever sport you want to play D1 for, um, and you're trying to get a full ride for it, studies will still take, take over. Because guess what? Your grades still matter. I think even, even, in, even in the college world... If you are falling behind, you could lose your full ride. Yep. Yes. 
Yes, you can. I, I remember I knew a guy from Sheboygan that uh, he went, he got it. He was in a D1 school. He was in Madison. And I don't know if all, anybody who knows this, but I, I always thought that because he did get a, an, an offer for the NBA before he graduated and he took it. And at the time, I was like, why wouldn't you finish, you know, your degree? And right. I was like, wait a minute. You're getting millions of dollars. Like, now, thinking back, it's like, damn, I would have done the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can go back and get your degree anytime, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it, the NBA also has made a requirement, too. You have to play a year of college ball first or something of that nature. Yep. You can't just be like, okay, because... They used to be like you play high school and then you get you could you could be good enough to go into the NBA. No, they want you now to have really call that it used to be that way, where if, oh, you were that, okay. if you were good, now they want you to go to college for a year, play ball there for a year, and then you could be drafted in the NBA. Okay, I mean certain people. I think nope. I can't. I'm not going to name it because I don't want to be wrong. But I remember I remember having conversations about it before. Um, that it wasn't necessarily something the NCAA was strong about or had hands in, and then NBA and NCAA probably came together and said, "Nope, if you want to be, if you want to get drafted in the NBA, you need to play your college ball first. So, okay, yeah. all right. So, kind of nailing that down. One activity I think is going to be good, but studies and everything should come first. Um, or as you know, if you're going to try to do multiples, you're going to want to maybe just try to find your niche that's what i say Mm -hmm. try to find your niche don't overbook yourself um where you're not going to be able to enjoy all your time like with other extracurricular activities or friends or whatnot um do what's do what's best for you but don't burn yourself out doing it have you ever would you ever force a child into a sport or an activity no i i before I had this uh, personal journey, I was really thinking about, okay, sidebar, I was a junior bowler. I bowled from the age of six or seven until 18. Nice. And yeah, yeah. And, and it was, it was a good time. I'm not a great bowler. I'm very average and uh, I'm not consistent at all. Which is why I didn't pursue it after I was out of there. <laughs> uh, well, that's a lie. I did it with I did it with my cousin at uh, a local uh, local bowling alley for a okay. season, and those seasons are long, yeah, like from September until April. Yeah. So, I didn't really enjoy it that much. But anyway, if and I was thinking about, hey, we should join the Elks Club, because I was at the Elks Lodge for bowling, junior bowling. We should join the Elks Club and have Antonio or the girls bowl. It's like, well, and now, now it's like, well, I don't really give a crap if they do it or not, and I yeah. So, right. am I going to force them to do anything that I wanted to do as a kid? Hell no. No, so you're not going to try to... Because I'm not going to force them to like anything that I liked as a kid. I mean, so... Okay, so you're not you wouldn't force them into doing the sport, right? You wouldn't go. I mean, nah. you could go to you could go to the Elks Club, maybe get a membership or whatever, and see if they want to do it, or do it as like a we're gonna go here just today or like every now and then and spend some time here bowling together as a family, right? Kind of like making it a right. family outing or something, but you're not gonna be like, all right, 
dad wants you to relive his glory days and go do this for him so he can live vicariously through you and hopefully do yeah. better than he did. No. Not going to do that. I am in very much in the same shoes with you. I would never force a child into doing a sport they don't want to do. Now, I would try to get them to try it. Now, granted, I know school has, like, those activities where they – or, like, units where they do soccer for a little bit or, like, a, a couple weeks at a time or basketball or whatnot, which they get exposure to it. But I would like them to have more of an exposure of, okay, you're going to go to practice. You're going to have your games and, you know, see how that turns out for them. That, mm-hmm. is, that is bigger. I'm not going to be like, okay, well, you don't like the sport. You're going to keep going into it because I want you to do it. This is what I did. I enjoy it, and I want to live through you. If you're going to do that, honestly, parents, if you are going to force them into a sport, that's poor. I am strong at that. I will stand by that decision that it is poor. I do not care what you say. If you're going to force a child into a sport because you want to live vicariously through them and relive your glory days, you're going to make them resent the sport. And you. And you. And you. Sometimes. If it, if it goes terribly. Yeah. If, it starts <laughs> go, if they're not winning a game and it's all because you kept forcing it on them to try to go, 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 go into it and they're not very good at it because it's something they don't want to do and they're not passionate about it, but you are. They're going to resent the sport. They're going to resent you for it. And it's going to make situations. Or you're going to see situations arise. Because one of these days they're going to like be like, I don't want to go. And you're going to try to force them to go. And yeah, that's, you, like, uh, that's like me in church, honestly. <laughs> but uh, that's different. Anyway, it's different but the same. Why do, why, do we do, why do people do this to their kids? Why? Why? Send us, send us your send us your reasoning behind it. Yes, I'm not I'm not going to argue if, if with you. If you do this, if if you are a parent that believes forcing a child into a sport is good for them, send me why. Send us why. Send it to leashdads14 at gmail I would love to hear your reasoning and your or your logic behind why you feel that it's necessary to force a kid into a sport that they may not want to do. It, you know, I want to see. Please, by all means, let us know not going to sway my mind just let me know i want to get i want to get your understanding as to why you think it's right um so but on 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 that subject too supporting where are you at when it comes to supporting your child i mean me if he's going to do if they're going to do a sport that they want to do i'm going to be all for it and it may oh yeah if if i may not be you know i will if i'm not able to go to it like go to the practice or anything i'm still gonna i'm still going to encourage them to do well if they look if they want to come home and practice a move on me excellent i'm going to support it and work with them on it i'm gonna let them kind of guide me through it it may not be support by showing up to an event but it's support nonetheless they're knowing that i'm going to work with them so they can show me something they learned it's going to go a, the distance with them, knowing that my dad may not have been able to attend practice, but he's showing interest in what I am learning. He's showing interest in right. what I can do and use for my next match that I go into. Um, so there are 
you know, there are many ways to support your child in an activity or a sport. And it doesn't always necessarily have to be attending the event. Driving them to the practice. You're supporting them. You're not refusing to take them. Uh, fundraisers. Okay? Huge thing, right? I was in band. I was in Boy Scouts. They had fundraisers. Boy Scouts had the popcorn. Going door to door, selling popcorn to people. Your neighbors. Fundraiser for band. Very same thing. Uh, had to go family, reach out to them, but they wouldn't come to me. I had to go to them with my fundraiser sheet and ask them. Right. They're not going to be like, oh, when when are you doing your fundraiser? When when are you doing your uh, cheesecake fundraiser for band? I can, you know, I can let them know. But at the same time, I have to be the one that's going to go, would you like to buy? Now, granted, it was kind of a challenge when you have a sibling that was in band as well. Uh, and both of you are doing the fundraiser. So it's like maybe you split, you know, have your family split or whatnot. Um or however you work, it, you made it work. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe you pick and choose your friends that you go with as well. Like you let you let your sister, or brother pick his friends and try to sell to their families. You sell to their, your family friends or whatnot. But then you have like neighbors. You maybe split it up and what and whatever. Uh, and then from there, uh, you know, split the family in in ways you possibly can. So. It's, it's very interesting on how you can provide support. Um, so I think the biggest thing, though, is having, you know, maybe attending the event where your child, when he's looking around or they're looking, I shouldn't say he, but, like, if she's looking around in the crowd or, you know, when you go with them to the event, right, they don't necessarily have to look in the crowd to see where you're at uh, because you drove them there <laughs> and if you're mm-hmm. going if you're going to like a game or a tournament for them you're probably going to be there all day um and just like we're all day for kane's wrestling tournament uh practically you know like eight or like seven forty-five to a little afternoon or a little past 12 but yeah i mean support guys huge if you're not supporting a child your child possibly bad parenting I don't care if you don't like the sport. I don't. Your child likes it. Support their decision yeah. to do it. That's that that brings up yeah, strong opinion. Like cuz I hate basketball with a burning passion, but if my daughters wanted to do it, I would sit through every single game that they that they did, honestly. Even if they sat on the bench, I still would go just to support them. Yeah. Because you know what? One of those days, they're not going to be on the bench. They're going to be playing the game. I, I mean, right. it, it, it's, a, it's a crappy feeling if you know your child is going to, it, like, you see that your child's not actually playing the game and you haven't seen them go in at all. It, it can be a crappy feeling. But guess what? You're not there for yourself. You're there for your child. Okay? Yeah. And that's really where the support comes in. Set your selfish needs aside. Take the time to go to the event, please. I, you know, for the longest time, I didn't find wrestling appealing. I kind of wish I would have done it now, at least given it a shot. Even though soccer was my niche sport, I wish I would have given wrestling a, a shot. Even if it is at a club, maybe I can. I don't know. 
I, I might be a little too old for it, but damn, <laughs> damn on, honestly, I think you are a little too old and a little too rickety at this point. To, a little too old, to too rickety. Yeah, I know. I agree. <laughs> but honestly, it is very interesting and fun to watch. Like, I didn't. Yes, I went to all my kids' matches and uh, like during his tournament and everything. But when he wasn't up, I went and supported his other uh, teammates as well. But then when they weren't up and he wasn't up, I went around and looked at other matches. Like, I went and saw little other little kids wrestling. I went and saw, like, mid-sized kids, like, sixth graders wrestling, teenage, like, high schoolers wrestling. I went and saw some big boys wrestle. That is entertaining. Watching I two, bet. I bet. Watching people like, I will say my weight, but it with muscle, pick each other up and slam each other down. That shit's entertaining, guys. Just watching that happen, I'm like, damn, I'm not fighting him. Nope, 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 nope. Not fighting him. Yeah, I can just... I can, I can just see you going to a freaking cage match and like two years from now it's like go get him <laughs> yeah no guys it's, it's just funny supporting is so huge it'll it'll make a kid's day if you support them hell honestly bringing other family members also is a great way to show support oh yeah always his grandma showed up we, I mean, we we picked her up and brought her along, um, but she will all, you know, that's her way of showing a huge amount of support as well. She wants to support her grandchildren, and Kane's face just lit up today. He had probably like the Aww. biggest, he had the biggest smile because my aunt and uncle were in town for a show yesterday, and they came to see him wrestle today wow yeah so his face lit up when they saw him he didn't know they were coming he did not know they were going to be there that's great so it it was you know letting them know and he's going to have some more support next weekend because we've got our final tournament here in appleton appleton north I'm um, not going to be afraid to say it because, you know, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, but he's going to have a crap ton of people there to support him. So it's going to be fun. Support. I think support is the biggest thing, especially when you know your child's going to enjoy what they're doing. So support their passion. It'll develop yeah. a, it'll develop a uh, stronger bond with your child. If you're worried about bonding and having a relationship, do something they enjoy. Don't just blow them off. Because guess what? The cat's in the cradle, the silver spoon, little boy man, blah, 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 right? What's that song about? The dad blew his son off. Then all of a sudden, the yeah. dad had plenty of time, and his son's like, nah, I can't, dad. I'm busy with the kids. The kid, One kid's sick, blah, blah, blah. One kid's doing something else dad had an epiphany my son grew up just like me because i blew him off and now he's blowing me off when you're coming home dad i don't know when we'll get together then you know we'll get have a good time then yep. yeah 
epiphany. My dad, my son became just like me. Had no time for me when I wanted to see him. It was nice talking yeah, to you, Dad. You gotta... But I'm a little busy. Right. Support your kids. It's huge. Agreed. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, kind of let's you know let's let's recap this here quick. Uh, let your kids do the activities they want to do. Help them find their niche. Uh, if they have a niche, if they want to just keep doing different sports, fine. I would say don't let them burn out though. Just maybe guide them to the idea not to burn out. Um, especially when you know it can be stressful because all of a sudden if you are their ride, right? You as a parent are going to burn out as probably quicker because you're going to be driving them or carting them to and from places. Um, you'll burn out faster than they probably will. However, yep. you don't want them to feel pressure into all these other sports as well. Or have to make a decision when it comes to it. Because let's say you have practices on Monday, Wednesday for a sport. Tuesday, Thursday for another sport. Saturday's game day. Well, guess what? Saturday's game day for both of them. Now what? Do you make them pick? How do you make them pick which sport to go play for? Especially when they're at the same time. You can't. No. You shouldn't. That is, a, I would say, a difficult decision, though, of how they pick it. I just make sure schedules, if anything, don't cross. Um, but that can be very difficult to do. So just keep an eye on that. Keep sure, Make sure, talk to them as well. Find out what they like or are passionate about and what they're not so passionate about or see if things do change over the course of their experiences with the sport. Um, I would say there is never... The minimum length for a sport should be an entire season. You need to make sure they are doing the sport for an entire season before they decide to continue or discontinue. Agreed. Right. That will give them plenty of time to go through enough practices, enough tournaments, if anything, or, you know, competitive play to decide if they really truly like it or not. Uh, as for a maximum, if they want to stop after the season, fine. Let them find a new sport or an activity. Um, also, guys, again, encourage your children to do activities. Uh, it's going to be a great way. I mean, if you've seen it, this is kind of a huge thing throughout the states. As I'm sure you're aware, obesity, right? If we if we encourage our children to do sports and activities, get out and play 60 minutes a day, whatever it may be. You've seen those if you watch other sports. Like, if you watch the National Football League or the NFL, 60 minutes a day, they have pro players doing those random commercials. Um, it's huge. But on top of that, support, 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 support. Support your children. That's what I got. What about you, Jared? What are you going to take away from this tonight? Well, mainly uh, support your kids in whatever their interests are, uh, chess team, sports, whatever. Uh, and, uh, don't force, don't force them to believe or like something. Talk to your kids. If they don't like something and they tell you that, that's it. 
you know, you can explain your reasonings why you like it, but don't continue to either bring them to that event or make them do it because you want them to do it. Please, we are humans with free will. Let's exercise that with our kids, please. Let them know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, let's hey. keep on supporting our kids, and um, you know, hopefully my daughters will find a sport they like, and they don't follow in their dad's footsteps and just bowl. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with bowling. I've seen competitive. I know. <laughs> some things are somewhat boring but you know that's just personal opinion so hey it's uh, fun it can be if you're not if i mean if you like to joke around and mess around sure but speaking of jokes guys i have a few tonight i want to share these and they are sport related so as if you haven't taken a guess or a stab at it now or realized the pattern i've started making them more theme related <laughs> towards each podcast so um i do have a list but i'm not gonna go through them all this one kind of this is kind of funny to me why can't basketball players go on vacation they aren't allowed to travel <laughs> yeah no they're not nope what do you call a football player with long legs who builds houses? A car punter. A car punter. Oh, a carpenter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, here. Which fast food chain is most likely to win a basketball tournament? Mac Dunkles? I don't know. Dunkin' Donuts! Oh, okay. Dunkin' Donuts! I don't consider... I, that's not really a fast food. That's a that's a quick breakfast. <laughs> that's kind of fast food there. I guess. All right. This one, this one is kind of more like a riddle. Uh, honestly, what's harder to catch the faster you run? A cold... Your breath. Oh yeah, yeah. That's your breath is hard to catch the faster you run. So, yeah, those those are the ones I wanted to share tonight. I do have some more, uh, but I think those were definitely the ones to take the cake here, Uh, guys. As usual, thank you very much for your ever so much support. We appreciate it. Thank you for all the listening uh, via TikTok. iPod or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever form you are listening to us on, much appreciated. Hey, we will see you certainly next week. And Jared, as usual, thanks for being the amazing constant co-host. Take care. Anytime. Guys.